This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This WebmasterRadio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. AFCON 2010, where affiliates always attend for free, June 21st through 23rd in Denver. Make your plans now to be at the most affordable, informative, interactive trade show anywhere. Haven't made your plans to join us? Then it's time to act fast. We have secured a limited number of hotel rooms at the fabulous Hyatt Regency Convention Center Hotel, the official host hotel of AFCON 2010. Book your reservations at our exclusive AFCON 2010 special rate by going to bit.ly slash cheap hotel. That's bit.ly slash cheap hotel. These rooms are guaranteed to be sold out fast. Remember, AFCON 2010 is giving you two days of back-to-back sessions, keynote presentations, exhibit access, and incredible nighttime networking for free. Plus, we're giving you unbelievable room specials for a limited time. Book your rooms now by going to bit.ly slash Jeep Hotel. AFCON 2010, the trade show that's free for all affiliates, June 21st through 23rd in Denver. Register today at AFFCON2010.com. That's AFFCON2010.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers... Open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of Organic Search for MediaWiz. How you doing, man? I'm doing awesome, Ross. How are you? Good. Uh, you know, before we start, I'd like to thank you for uh, your on- ongoing fight against the uh, use of pesticides in SERPs. Thank it's, you. Uh, yeah, yeah. A bit more difference. 
been working very hard on that. Um, we've got a fundraiser coming up. I expect you to contribute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, if, I was actually going to say, you know, if anyone want to thank you, thank you for your organic efforts. Uh, you, know, so you could just pass it out. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, somebody out there is thinking, what is he talking about? Is there really a pesticide problem on SERPs? <laughs> There's uh, not. Trust me. <laughs> well, I wouldn't know. Actually, that's not necessarily true. <laughs> There's lots of pests on search. <laughs> that's a good point. I wonder if could, hmm, that's a good thought. Pesticide for spam. How could you do that? I guess Matt's supposed to be the, the ultimate pesticide. Matt Cuts. He's the, Matt Cuts is the Orkin man for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got to do it soon. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, nice. You know that one already. All right. Okay. Well, anyways, today uh, we have a show on keyword research. It's a hot topic. I know everyone, uh, uh, I think just about everyone needs to learn more about this, or, or even if they don't even know yeah. it. I'm exactly. always learning something new about it. And I think you're, so you're right in the middle of some. Yeah, I'm completely revamping our keyword research processes, and I'm learning new things. I've been doing it for years, and I'm still learning new things about how to improve it and you know, change the way it can happen and, and, and just make it simpler and easier and harder and all of it all at the same time. Wow. <laughs> okay, well, why don't you uh, sort of let us in? What would... Well, I guess maybe before we start digging into like how and why, but I mean, I, no, before starting digging into how, let's talk about why. Why do we do keyword research in SEO? I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer. It seems very simple that you know we're in organic search. People use words to search. We need to understand or try to try to predict what those words are. Therefore, we do keyword research. But you know, is that really is the depth of it? I mean. How how far does you, do you have to take it? Because you could actually come out with, uh, you know, I, I, did, I did a list just the other day off of a, a, a seed list of nine or ten words, ended up with 30,000 long tail phrases. Do you need to take it that far? <laughs> so where where is it important and why is it important, I guess, is the question. And, and I'd love to have, done, you know, love to hear a little bit about how you look at that, Ross. And when you, when you tackle keyword research, what's your goal? Well... First of all, mine, of course, and, and again, we've got this this good dynamic here. I'm small, medium-sized business. You usually do the larger in the corporates. So it's a different world, really, when it comes to keyword research. I mean, the basics or fundamentals are always there. But um, when we're doing research, you know, I, I like to look at the competitors, um, not to say that they're doing anything necessarily right all the time, but I, I like to go and look at a, a client's competitors, ones especially we know who are doing well. Maybe we've got some insight into that. Um, inside, inside, who knows? Um, and we just sort of, there's a tool I use, actually, I know we're going to get into tools in a second, but I really enjoy using the um, searched-based keyword tool from Google. Um, if you go to google.com and uh, slash SK tool, and uh, mm -hmm. it's it's sweet. I mean, it's really nice. You just put push in, put it, uh, push in, type in the website address, and uh, it analyzes the page and gives you some some feedback on what, say, the competitor is currently targeting. Um, and then it gives you some more other information. Uh, I, I just I really like that. It's a good, quick glimpse at what um, your competitor or a particular page on your site may be targeting. Um, it's, it's essentially matching it to the, the, the content on your page. 
and then yeah. it'll pick from there which ones are the most popular search phrases and, and such. Um, so we'll do that. Just maybe just start. If it's a new a new client per se, let's say we're we're doing that for their homepage, we do that and find out what they're doing, and then from there, um, uh, perhaps find better phrases. Right. So I it's a big see. <laughs> I know you're snuck in the tool to tool conversation ahead of time because I want to I want to get back to that because I actually stopped using that tool in in favor of going back to the standard Google AdWords keyword tool and using the URL option in that tool as opposed to the one in the SK tool. And I use we'll, both. Yeah, just so you know, but, yeah, go on. Okay. So, so that, that's a little tease into our tool section because there's a very specific reason why I switched. And mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, so, so, so we understand the keywords are important, right? Um, but to me, it's like, how do you how do you know when you're doing your keyword research? Um, there's there's diff- there's choices you have to make. You know, I said we had nine phrases and end up with thirty thousand. So a lot of people are, are of the the mindset that the long tail is the, the the king these days. Long tail keywords, the more the better. And then there's some like myself who are still pretty high on the idea of those really high profile or marquee terms being important. <laughs> So, and which which are you on, Ross? Just because if you're on the other, we'll have a good debate. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think the way I go about it is I, I get the client essentially to go for uh, pick a phrase. Pick a phrase that's the, the, the goal, the ultimate goal. Let's say a year from now, they're going to get a top, a, the top ranking. What is it they want? I'm like, okay, so that's our end goal. Then I go, all right, well, we need to get you some business in the beginning. Like, if this is a competitive phrase, they're not going to get that ranking uh, really that quickly. Uh, we need to, you know, we're going to need to do the link building. We're going to need to do all the different things that are required to get that kind of link juice and credibility. So then we tend to go for long tail. We'll go for stuff that um, is low-hanging fruit that their competitors are most likely ignoring. And uh, are even though there's, fewer, uh, say, fewer searches, there are higher converting traffic often. Um, so, you know, I do a mixture. Um, we're always going for that main phrase, but long tail is a great uh, intermediate um, option. I, I think so. I'm, I've really been recently leaning towards focusing on high-profile terms for a site. So if I, have, if I have like 10 hours to work on link building for a client, I will suppose focused on the high-profile terms. Um, and, and the reason I'm doing that these days is, A, I know that the sites I'm working on are optimized from a technical standpoint. So I know the long-tail content that they're building. And I, I agree with you completely that it's got to be a combination of both the high profile and the long tail. But the, for me, if, if I'm doing link building, since that's kind of what we're talking about, um, the link building is going to be towards the high profile terms. Content yes. creation is going to be towards long tail. So I know if my site ar- architecture is correct and the bots are going to get through my site, they're going to, and they're going to spider those, that new content that's going to have all that long tail um, terminology in it, then I'm fine with long tail. Because the more I focus on building authority to those high volume, high profile terms, and the more that I site gains authority for those terms, the long tail terms that are associated will do better as well. Exactly. So if my site has a lot of authority on um, you know, um, popcorn, and I have long tail phrases related to popcorn. Even if I'm not building links directly to those, as long as I'm creating content that has long tail, it's going to work. Honestly, don't know if there would be an argument against that. That's pretty fundamental for me, anyway. That's, that's exactly mm-hmm. what we do. Link building is always for the, the the market term, and long tail. Um, 
yeah, like you say, it just comes from that. And also the content. Like if we find a particular phrase is, is converting well on a site and it's a long tail, we might just create an article around that. Um, and then mm-hmm. maybe we'll do some link building through, um, uh, you know, a, P- a PR web through, you know, some intermediate, just fast kick in the pants kind of link building, um, uh, you know, get, get it out there in social, that kind of stuff, just to get a little more juice. But that's about it when it comes to that. Yeah. So, so really, when, when you're talking about keywords and you're talking about the difference between high profile and long tail, it really correlates to the, you know the two main things in SEO: content and links. High profile coordinates to, to links. Long tail coordinates to content. Yeah. yeah. Good call. Yeah. I mean, have you heard an argument otherwise? I, I don't know. I, it's not so much I've heard the argument, but I see so many people building links. To long tail phrases, or you know, spending so much time focusing on optimizing for a long tail phrase, where if your site's just optimized to begin with, and you just add a new page of content, that's all you should have to worry about is I'm adding new content because my site's already done. But they spend so much time worrying about I've got this article and I'm focusing on this one long tail phrase, and I want to make sure my keyword density is right, and and I have to have the exact title, the exact meta tags. You know, those help, of course, but, you know, it's much better to publish more and more content than spend the time optimizing for long tail and not publishing more content. So if you have a choice between publishing two articles or publishing one article and optimizing it, I would publish two articles every day. <laughs> True enough. Well, and I guess there is an argument, actually, and that is if if you don't have the resources to compete for the market phrase um, and you know – which long term long tail terms are really doing you a, a you know good business there's no harm in building links to them um, and maybe doing some focusing on it but uh, true. You know. that, that, that's true, I, but to me, if it's something that stands out enough in your analytics to where, you know, you know, hey, this is a high-converting term, I know this is going to work well for me, it's no longer a long-tail phrase. It's, it's, a, it's not going to be high-profile, but it might be a primary phrase. You see what I mean? <clears throat> true in, enough. In, in that case, you're absolutely right. You're going to build some links to it. You're going to spend a little bit more time making sure the title and meta tags are optimized properly. But yeah, but long tail to me is three or four searches a month, you know, and that's not oh. worth. See what I mean? Yeah, okay. Okay, we're talking semantics then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, yeah, I mean, but, but, but no, but that's, that's that's important for everybody to just understand the difference, from my mind at least, because there's not just high value and long tail. There's there's places in between too. True enough. To me, it's it's top or long tail. <laughs> I mean, you know, if we really get technical, we have primary, secondary, and tertiary. Terms. I didn't know you were just a just straight black and white kind of guy, Ross. I thought there was some <laughs> <in> there. <laughs> Don't ask me. <laughs> I like you now, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little more about keywords. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. 
<laughs> Sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. Charles, come on up and tell us about the great ROI we're getting from RevenueWire. Thank you. Since I signed up with RevenueWire, conversions have increased dramatically. RevenueWire has an integrated shopping cart called SafeCart that offers highly accurate sales tracking, boosting our conversions through the roof. And now that they've added multiple international currencies to SafeCart, we're looking forward to seeing significant increases in our overseas sales of PC utility software from LavaSoft, PC Tools, ParadaLogic, and AvonQuest. With up to 75% commission, real-time sales tracking, free in-depth sales analytics and reporting tools, campaign optimization resources, and now weekly payments for top-performing affiliates, our sales are climbing higher and higher, thanks to RevenueWire. Find out more at RevenueWire.com. Did you know? 99designs is a leading marketplace for graphic design on the Internet. Did you know? 99designs connects you to a community of over 35,000 designers who will compete to do the best work for you. Did you know? 99designs allows you to post projects for logo design, web page design, t-shirt design, and more. Did you know? 99designs projects the average of over 70 different design options for a price that you set. 99designs. When designers compete, you win. The whoring of Facebook for promotional purposes continues with the WebmasterRadio.fm Facebook fan page. Join our fans by clicking the Facebook logo on the WebmasterRadio.fm homepage and keep up to date with all the latest. Become a fan on Facebook. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, Director of Organic Search for MediaWiz, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Uh, before the break, we were t- sort of discussing, uh, uh, well, about long tail and uh, primary key phrases, which one you should spend the most time on and all that sort of stuff. And, and I'm sure we've talked to that that we're both blue in the face. So let's, let's move on to the next one. <laughs> well, so, so you had mentioned a little bit ago about, you know, when you're you're looking at these high value that you you have a goal set for eventually you want to you know get rankings for these terms but i i actually have broken up keyword research based on f- four different types of um goals that we might be searching for and how that changes the keyword research so rankings is definitely one of those goals so, but when I'm doing my evaluation of my my expanded list of keywords, and I'm looking, okay, now I need to understand which ones are really important. I look at what the goals of the site are to determine which of these um, evaluation points have priority. So, like rankings, if that's if that's your priority, is rankings, is that's your goal? Then, when you're evaluating these keywords, competition would be one of your most important. Um, you know, uh, elements you'd be looking at. If, if, uh, traffic was the goal, then search volume is going to be one of the most important elements you're looking at, um, from your keyword standpoint. Um, the other two that I have in my list, and if you have some more, that'd be awesome, Ross, is if your goal is conversions, then you're going to look for user intent type key phrases, like things that are, indicate that they're ready to buy. Um, and those actually would end up being more of the long tail stuff that we talked about earlier. Um, and then there's just overall long tail support. If you're really wanting to, to increase the, the reach uh, that your site has into the engine by that, then you're looking at content. You know, what types of content do I want to target? Different buckets of content for my keywords. 
I'm trying to think. I mean, you've pretty much covered the the map there. I, I mean, is it would one of those? I see that would fall into traffic too. Like I'm thinking, you know, some people are targeting um, the viral aspect. They're they're targeting the stuff that's currently hot. You know, the buzz. Um, you know, that which kind of combines a few of those. That's that's a real good one. So if, so you're looking for timely. Your your goal of your site is to be published information that's timely, and maybe it's a news site, news oriented site. So then yeah. your keyword research would definitely you'd want to look at the buzz and some of those. Uh, what's that one tool that Google has? Um, oh, insights maybe even yes. be, might be a good tool to use to look at when you're doing your keyword research. That's a good one. Yeah, and they've they've also got a um, the double click platform uh they still have it called double click for some reason but anyway it's it's also got some phenomenal tools for demographics and finding out you know um what terms are biggest at this time of year and that kind of thing so you could you could target um seasonal seasonality as well there you go very good that's another good one so so i think the point is this that when you're doing keyword research yes you're going to come up with this giant list and you have to evaluate which ones are the your most important ones but make sure that you're looking at you know what is the goal of your site and that's part of your decision when you're evaluating those keywords without a doubt pretty extensive and and and, you know for buzz i mean that would really work around anyone who um wants to ride the wave you know they're constantly riding um you know, trying to get the top digs, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I, I would guess that articles that are well written around something that's hot in the news is going to do better in social platforms than yeah. something that's just a darn good article. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and, and in 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 my in my my market, the people that I deal with, the buzz could also just mean um, brand exposure. Mm, you know, exactly. If you're just looking to get some exposure for your brand. Cool. So you uh, put together some tools here. Uh, why don't we lead that away too? That's the next bit. Yeah. So I just put together a couple because honestly, I've, uh, the system I have only uses um, like two tools. So I don't use a lot of variety. So if you have any other ones, Ross, that'd be awesome. And, and like I said before, the main tool that I'm using right now is uh, the Google AdWords keyword tool. And it's an oldie but a goodie. And I know some of the data is not always correct when it comes to search volumes and that kind of stuff. But, but and, and to go back to your point before, the reason that I've switched back from the SK tool that Google has, which looks at a page and really breaks down what they think that page is about from a keyword perspective, is because if you do the same thing in the Google AdWords tool, you can there's a little, little radio button you click, and you can um, put a URL in there, and it'll it'll look at the URL itself. But it'll also crawl some of the navigation, and it, what it does since it's an AdWords tool. It'll actually try to segment the keywords into ad groups. So what that does for me is that creates keyword buckets. So now I have a bucket that's I've taken my core keyword, and now I have like seven or eight different buckets of related phrases around that keyword. And then inside each one of those buckets are long tail phrases. So that kind of goes back to that, uh, you know, black and white. This tool actually creates some gray for me. Good point. Good point. Um, well, one of the things I'd like to mention is actually uh, a little on the outside of things, and that's – have you ever heard of good keywords? Good keywords? I don't believe so. I've, I've heard good keywords, but not a tool called good keywords. <laughs> yeah, well, I hope so. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a tool, actually. If you go to um, – see if I can bring it up here. Uh, goodkeywords.com slash good hyphen keywords. Uh, 
That's good. Keywords.com slash, slash good hyphen keywords. Uh, the reason I'm, I'm mentioning it so pro- prominently is it's, it's a free tool that allows you to do absolutely the most amazing amount of sorting. Um, pretty much anything you can imagine, in fact. Um, you can you could up download, um, like say, take a, uh, Excel uh, – oh, I can't talk today – export an Excel file from your research in Google AdWords or you know, the Ad, AdWords keyword tool and then import it into good keywords. And then you can start to sort them or start to eliminate ones or, or, or just look for words that use this particular um, uh, keyword. Um, and then you can highlight all those, move them into another section, and do even more. It allows you to really hone down all your phrases. You could have hundreds yes. of thousands. It's very cool. I, I would definitely go to check that out because right now we're doing that same kind of process with Excel. It works, but it's kind of cumbersome. Oh, this will blow your mind then. You'll love yeah. it. Um, so there you go, everyone. It's a, it's a, a good one. A good nice. one. Um, <laughs> it, it's um, j- just, just also talking about new tools, um, we talked about the Google AdWords keyword tool. There is a beta out for a new version of the Google AdWords keyword tool. Um, we got access to it just a few days ago, and it's pretty killer. I, um, I don't know how to describe the differences other than it really it, it automatically categorizes keywords based on um, – again, this is for AdWords, but it's based on Google Content Network. So Google Content Network has you know a, a set number of categories that you can put, site, that it put sites into. But it now it will categorize keywords based on those same categories. So you actually get predefined categories of keywords out of it. It was pretty interesting. Okay. That's cool. Um, I actually just opened up my uh, presentation I did. I was teaching advanced SEO at the local college and uh, did a bunch, bunch of keyword research and on tools and such. And uh, there's a few here that came up, actually. there's If you have Office 2007... There's a, a tool called the Microsoft Advertising Intelligence plugin for Excel. Have you used that before? No. You have to send it's, me that link. That sounds interesting. It's fancy dancy. Uh, it's uh, I don't use Excel I, or I mean Office. I use uh, Open Office, and it doesn't have that. But um, if you type in online Microsoft Advertising Intelligence plugin, that's just for our, our, our listeners. I figure that might make it a little easier to find it. That's again Microsoft Advertising Intelligence plugin. Again, if you've got Office 2007, it'll work. Any other offices, it will not. But uh, it does some pretty fancy stuff. Now, it uses Bing's platform, but so there's fewer searches. But there's, I still think there's validity to the content that you're getting. So, plays a role. Certainly, as it grows, it's going to be more important. Yeah, I will play with that for sure. And it's got an autom- I believe an automatic import feature. I just watched the video on it. I never used it because I don't have the platform, but it, it, it looked pretty cool. Um, another one is, uh, and this is just kind of interesting, is use Google Suggest. Just go to your Google homepage and type in a phrase and see what comes up next. You'll see below a list of the, the different keywords that uh, are similar to what you just typed in that maybe searched more often. It's kind of yeah. it's a suggestion. So, so maybe I, maybe I shouldn't be saying this because I might get in trouble, but I'm gonna say it anyway. We have built a tool here at MediaWiz, and I'm trying to get them to let us launch it public, where you can put in a list of like ten keywords, and and it's actually built in a, in a Google Docs platform. So you put in a list of ten keywords, and it will automatically show you to suggest for three different the three different countries of Google, including Canada, Ross, and mm-hmm. Yahoo and Yahoo suggest. 
And you it was thought of fil- Canada? I'm touched. Yes, yes, yes we did. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's very interesting because you just put the keywords in and it puts all, all the suggests, the current suggests into a spreadsheet format right there for you automatically for all 10 keywords. Mm-hmm. Um, the, diff- the problem with it is now, and the reason I don't think we're going to launch it anytime soon is just recently, I think within the last – Last week, actually, people have been noticing it, and there's been a lot of talk about the Google Suggest is now localized. So if you go to – if you're in New York City and you type type Central, um, the first suggestion is Central Park. If you're in Chicago and you type Central, the first, suggest, the first suggestion is Central Time. Central Park is until like – oh, and Central Time is until like 5 in New York. So those suggestions are now geo-targeted based on your location. Wow. Yeah. Oh, they're always keeping us on our toes, aren't they? I know, they are. <laughs> okay, well, I've got a couple more to add, um, and we'll take a quick break, and we'll get back to that. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the Entertainment Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class. Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, Director of Organic Search for MediaWiz, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. For the break, we were discussing a few tools for keyword research, and uh, you just ended with some interesting stuff about, uh, what was that, the Google… Suggest. Uh, Google Suggest, yeah. So yeah. it's localized, um, or at least it appears to be in most locations. Is that is that proven, or is it… More of a I, I, I actually read, read about it, believe it or not, on TechCrunch. 
So they huh. did some testing through Tektra. I can't remember the author's name, but I do want to give them full credit. <laughs> hey, good man, good man. Yeah, yeah. Always the fair man. Okay. <laughs> okay, so um we've only got 4 minutes left here, but I want to just note a few others that uh, that uh I forgot I've got a little gold mine of stuff here. Um first of all, are que- are questions relevant to your business? If they are, um that's another form of search. We forgot about that. Uh, oh, yeah. basing your keywords on questions. So, if they are, you can go to Word Tracker Labs. That's Word Tracker Labs and they've got a keyword questions tool. And and uh, with that, you can type in questions and it'll provide one – or type in a keyword and it'll find relevant questions to it. Pretty cool. Nice. Now, Word Trackers has always been kind of a, a – like a bee in my bonnet kind of deal. I hate – I can't believe I just said that. Um, <laughs> that user. <laughs> yeah. But I've never been real happy personally with Word Tracker. Um, it, it does provide some very interesting results, some good results, but they tend since they use in most of these keyword tools they use the meta engines. None of them are getting any data from like Google themselves or, or direct from Yahoo or MSN. But I don't know, and maybe it's better because it's been a number of years since I've used Word Tracker. Um, it just always to me wasn't my favorite. And that's, I even put it on the list here just because I wanted to maybe see if, any, if you had a better experience with it, Ross, or if any of our listeners have had good experiences with it because I don't, I don't know. It's just always something that I kind of shy away from. Yeah, maybe it, like maybe it's because, and I'm going to speak for myself here, that maybe I'm just not advanced enough at keyword research, but I'm, I mean, I certainly do a good enough job. My clients are happy, but I don't use it either. I don't use that or um, keyword discovery. I actually dropped word tracker a few years ago and started with keyword discovery which was pretty good but even them even their stuff is like you say it's not from google so i dropped right. them and now i'm using google keyword tools and they're pretty phenomenal yeah and, and I, I did exactly the same thing dropped word tracker for keyword discovery a few years ago and then migrated to directly to google getting it from the source significant money savings i mean <laughs> yeah it adds up so so we're gonna get hate mail from from both those guys but hey yeah. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is about our listeners not about them well yeah and you know what there probably are some really like to be fair there probably are some very advanced things you can't well i know there are advanced searches you can do on on keywords that you can't do within google um sure. so it really depends what you're looking for yep i agree I, I think there's some stuff there that uh, that is really of merit um another one is key kw map .net, kwmap, so keywordmap.net, kwmap. And what's cool about this is it's, it, it tells you what's semantically relevant to the phrase you've typed in. So you type in any phrase, uh, Outlook support or <laughs> Outlook crashes. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and now we're going to get hate mail from Microsoft too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I, I, I get this a lot. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, you're, you'll find all the, the different phrases that are relevant to that. So let's see what this should be good. Actually, Outlook crashes. <laughs> <laughs> um, just thinking that I stumped it. But yeah. what it'll do is it, anything that seems semantically relevant. Now the reason that's important is in a lot of ways. I mean, I, I think there was an issue where people were um, debating this, but. I, Google is semantic, a semantic search engine in many ways, so uh, I find this uh, quite intriguing. Uh, someone will have to go there to try it out. Um, in this case, Outlook brought up a bunch of French stuff, which is really different, but um, <laughs> often it does work. I will stand by it. It's got some pretty cool stuff. So, Okay, well, um, what next? 
I guess we've got to cut back, aren't we? I mean, and maybe we should continue this yeah. the next show. Well, really, I think the main thing to cover, and Vrasco said we could go a few extra minutes if the, I don't think that people will mind too much, um, is I want to talk about you know how do we use this keyword research because so many of us know keyword research is important and, and spend tons of time doing keyword research, but then how do you use that re- effectively use that research to improve SEO to improve your client's performance or your own website performances? Um, you know, and I, I put a couple of ideas down here on how to use it. And the most obvious is content plan. You know, if you build a content calendar or or publication calendar or you have a content strategy or plan, keyword research needs to be a part of that because you need to know what to write about to get to to, to meet your goals. Um, That's that's a no-brainer to me. Yeah, and it's it's also um, in that same vein, it should be done before you even design your website. Um, You know, we're talking ideal world here, but really – these days, we're advanced enough. We should be doing that. Uh, huh. When you plan your website, you should be thinking about what sections are going to be in play. Um, uh-huh. I'm sure you already have a good idea. Whoever you know is listening, you've got, you've got an idea of what your business is and what different sections you should have. But how they're labeled, what keywords to use in the, the file names, in the directory names, in the titles, all that stuff plays a big role, yeah. including navigation. And if you can learn all of this beforehand, have it all planned out, you literally hand the blueprint to the designer and they just follow the instructions um, yep. uh, frankly unless um, there's very rare circumstances where the designer um, needs to do any um, creative ideas about keywords I don't even think you know maybe in branding that's about it um, yep. really this should be set up by a marketer and, and that's the re- that's a very good point that's the reason back to those tool question we had Earlier, I switched from the SK tool, Google, back to the AdWords tool because it does create those groups or buckets, which a lot of times will help you plan categories for your navigation of your site. You know, if you if if you if that creates a really clean set of buckets of keywords, that can easily translate into your your internal structure of your website. Excellent point. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, there's certainly a lot to this, isn't there? I mean, it, it, we could go on and on. I'm sure there. Heck, the Webmaster Radio probably even has a keyword based. Uh, show if they don't i'm surprised <laughs> we'll just have to do a few of them if they don't <laughs> it's, it's there's just, so much to it it's 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 a keyword keyword world say that three times real fast uh, keyword world right i made that up there's not really a show called keyword world <laughs> <laughs> well i guess that's it for today Awesome. Great idea, John. John put this together today quick, so thank you very much. Uh, and uh, it's some good content, and, and I hope everyone got lots of use out of this. Feel free to pass yeah. around the ideas, and, and uh, hopefully we get a few yeah. more listeners, get past seven or so. Yeah, send us some questions, too. If you, if you have ideas and you want to say, hey, what about this? We'll be, we'll be happy to say, hey, by the way, last time we talked about keywords, but Billy Bob sent us a great suggestion on this about keywords. So send us your thoughts, too. Yeah, and any challenges you're having as well, please do. Well, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, the Director of Organic Search for MediaWiz, thanks for joining us. Uh, our show is 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern every Monday, and uh, we hope you tune every week. Uh, my Twitter ID is at Ross Dunn, and John? I'm at, at John Carcutt. And how do you spell your last name? Uh, with two T's. C-A-R-C-U-T. <laughs> how, how do you spell done? Because you end with a double letter, too. So you, you got to spell true. yours. <laughs> D-U-double-N. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. Bye, all.